slut shaming her, bro. Come on. It's 2021. Come on, dude. Come on, bro. Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer. And we came in on a country song because it is Just hot some, outside. Some summertime misogyny, baby. Yeah, love Country it. music. <laughs> we were discussing uh, before the cast that country music, I think... I mean, country music gets a lot of flack for having, like, corny cheesy lines Mm -hmm. but i think there's a lot or just like very literal not really even storytelling just being like i did this and i did that (laughs) just like i drank a beer yeah like just painting a picture like a novel but there are a lot of underrated like witty lines like we were talking chasing what was it again i don't know you said it to me (laughs) (laughs) we're about to do country no justice right now oh chasing you like a shot of whiskey yeah there's good ones like that dude i'm gonna need some whiskey glasses that's this, not because this bitch ugly. <laughs> exactly, dude. That was so witty. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah, I had a nice. I think I might have got a little. I was out. Uh, Lord Leisure hit me up this morning and was like, yeah, "Yo, you got, a, you got a farmer's tan going on." I know, but I think there's a little bit of redness going on. They say, "How do you test for sunburn again?" They say, "Like if it's like something or other, right?" Oh, slap it, see what hurts. Doesn't hurt. What about up there? That up there looks. Sunburned. Oh yes. No, dude. No, I don't see it. No. It would have like left an impression a little longer, I feel yeah. like. I think I'm going to make an effort to try to get like a good base tan this year. Because mm. normally what I do is stay in this garage until somebody's like, yo, let's take a beach trip. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. Finally, the sun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then we go to the beach and everybody's putting on the sunscreen. I'm like, no, dude, I'm Greek, bro. I don't burn. And then every year I get burned. Yeah. <laughs> I just refuse to believe it. I feel like that's my technique, too, because like... I only go to the beach like once or twice or whatever. So like I never get to get a good tan. So I feel like if I get like a semi burn, once it heals up, it looks not like a nice tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> a that's a Irish like whiter thing is like you burn to tan. And apparently you get less like tan as you get older. That's mm. what people have been telling me because I've noticed that I don't get nearly as tan as I used to, mm. which is a problem. It's a problem, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. I don't like it, dude. But yeah, dude, I've been getting really in the beach mood. Dude, this Ocean City bracket, if you guys are just tuning in, if you're from Ocean City, shouts out. That would be cool if anybody from Ocean City is listening to us. I'd like to imagine that uh, we're not just getting followed for the brackets. They're like, yo, let's check out this podcast. Maybe. Who you knows? Know. So I dress like you guys today. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. I'm wearing <laughs> a bathing came suit. In with a fucking bathing suit. Flip flops. Like, I thought he came from the pool. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I didn't even come close to water. I haven't even come close to grass or any form of land <laughs> I yet. Showered in a week. <laughs> <laughs> now that's OC. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, we're just kind of tweaking. Uh, we just started the OC Mem Day Madness. Uh, uh, kind of working out the kinks from the previous tournament. Mm-hmm. Not that the the previous tournament went smoothly. We had uh, we did that little photo shoot at backyard which is a shame you couldn't make it it was kind of like i, I could have used your photography skills there it's okay I think, I think you got some good shots yeah i think uh when i posted the picture i was like eric's gonna see us and be like nah dude you're good yeah they lo- i look like a fucking doofus in all of them <laughs> <laughs> literally like every time i scroll down the feed i'm like oh my god what uh. is what am i doing <laughs> It's just so funny because like nobody knows what the hell's going on. And my brother was like, I got <laughs> like I walked in and people were like, What is this? And I'm like, you won. <laughs> won what? 
<laughs> I thought you set it up like uh, you're going to meet a guy there or something. I set it up with Devin, the girl there, but nobody else knew it was going on. So I walked <laughs> oh in with God. this big plaque. I spent like all day putting it together. Like I went to I went to Michael's and I got you're a like frame. Spit shining it in the car. <laughs> Dude, I went to like three different stores. I waited till the day of. I had all my stuff. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't put it together yet. I was like, I'm not, you know. So finally, I get the thumbs up from uh, backyard to set up the photo shoot, and I go to Michael's to get the frame. I come back. I go to Walmart, and I still have no idea how I'm gonna like put the belt on there. <laughs> At first, I thought like I was gonna get like chains to hang down. So I did that first, and then it just like the belt was just hanging down like a necklace. Oh no! Like I imagined it for some reason that it would just be like straight across. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what made me think that. <laughs> <laughs> so then I had to like uh, I had to call an audible and then I just wound up taking these like golden thumbtacks and pressing them in and as I was doing it I was like this kind of is like one step above like a kid's arts and crafts thing nah. that a grown man is walking into this bar <laughs> no one knows why he's there <laughs> no one knows <laughs> he's by himself <laughs> or did you go with like Dom or anyone I asked Dom to go and then like he had something else to do so I was like fuck dude I'm sorry so so I had to park like seven blocks away and I'm just walking across Towson with this stupid fucking black. <laughs> and Dom actually saw me walking and he drives past and yells out the window, Bandito should have won. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> he didn't come with you just so he could do that. <laughs> I wish he did, dude. I wish he did. But uh, yeah, we took a couple pictures and uh, they seemed very excited. I walked in today to see if they had hung it up mm-hmm. and they have it kind of like like mounted up against the wall in the bottom bar I and saw i thought that. That nice yeah and i walked in to look at it and then the owner who didn't know it was me who set it up was like you see that we won and Hell i was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought for a second i should just pretend like i wasn't involved and be like no i just think this is so cool whoever did this <laughs> i mean <laughs> wow like the frames come like that or do you think he had to like work work to make it look so good it doesn't look cheap <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. I have nothing to do with this, but like, if you guys were to mount it like higher on the wall, <laughs> you guys like you put it right next to like the fire capacity and your liquor license. That's probably the best spot for it. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, but they seem to really be into it, which is really fun. And uh, I tried to get that picture in uh, as soon as possible because I wanted to do the OC bracket the next day, and I didn't want to do it out of order. Yeah. So I posted the bracket, and then. Um, naturally and this is this is this is the up the pros and cons of actually getting feedback from people is that uh what we're used to doing is kind of like shouting into the void yeah meaning that we have (laughs) done podcasts every week for four years and and we get like a dm here and there Mm -hmm. um so i posted this bracket and immediately i got like six dms from different people being like what all the dms were nice Nice. And all the comments were negative. Like, people were like, I will publicly shame you, but privately praise you. Everybody was like, DMing me like, yo, great idea. Coconuts all the way. And then in the comments, it's like, what the fuck is this? Do you ask any bars for permission? <laughs> That was my favorite. I was a little buzzed up when I read that one. I'm so glad I let Zach talk me down from just being a <laughs> dick about it. You know, and I don't know how to handle it. I feel like we talked about that before the podcast too. Like she said, you know, don't you think Barr should have signed off on this? And like my immediate reaction is I just wanted to say no. Maybe get a little like like Twitter ratio going where people are like, haha. But also I feel like a lot of people have been like, wow, these guys seem like dicks. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, let me go the complete opposite direction and answer this like I'm the CEO of fucking like Amazon. Yeah. 
yeah, be like, our PR person is yeah. reaching out to you. <laughs> yeah, thank you for asking. But uh, and then you know, I went through all the trouble of giving her that nice long response, and nothing, just mm-hmm. fucking nothing. I even like threw in a joke at the end. I made up some fake prizes: <laughs> the bronze bucket, the golden flip flop, the silver salvia. So I associate salvia. I associate salvia smoking with ocean. With ocean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else does. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone else got that. Yeah, I don't think so. Why That's do probably... you associate salvia with Ocean City? Mm. Did you do salvia in Ocean City one time? I have never done salvia. I've never. Oh shit, dude! I forgot to turn the fucking video on. Whatever. Oh, whatever. Who cares? Um, I've never done salvia, but I've seen. Only ever in my life have I seen someone do salvia in Ocean City. <laughs> like I was used to going there. Like my dad had like some boating friends when we were younger, and they were kind. Of, I don't want to say like trashy, but they were definitely on like the trashier side of of life. Yeah. And uh, when I was in like middle school, we'd go on the boardwalk with them, and they were like a couple years older, so they're like freshmen, and we just like you know do hood rat shit on the boardwalk, and they would like buy like salvia and smoke <laughs> it, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so I just associate. I had like a very white trash introduction to Ocean City. Yeah. And so that's why I associate a lot of that stuff with it. But um, I mean, yeah. To be fair, Ocean City is very white trash. It definitely is, <laughs> it's and so like white trash. it's weird. It's a weird city because there's like. It's such a beach town, but it's also such a strong, like, local presence. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as outsiders, kind of outsiders. Now, this is a, this is something that I feel like a lot of people won't agree with. I do consider Ocean City like a sister city of Baltimore. Like, yeah, when, I, sure. when I go to a bar in Baltimore, usually I expect to run into someone I know. Like, it would be a weird night if I didn't see someone on a night out that I didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. you just expect to see people. I don't know if it's the same way if you go out and, like... New York or something like that, like a much bigger city where it's like, uh, we might go to the meatpacking or whatever, fucking meatpacking district or whatever the fucking names of places are up there. You might not see anybody you know because there's so many fucking people. But like when I go to Ocean City, I also expect to see people I know. Like I just feel like you can just go down for the weekend and be like, yo, who's in OC? Post that classic thirst trap story on Instagram with like the fucking beach view and like a beer can and be like, who's in OC? (laughs) Somebody's going to say they're there. Someone's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I felt like, you know, it was within our rights to do the tournament, and nobody there was doing it. It's our right. It's our right, (laughs) dude. It's our right as an Instagram page to have a fake tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's funny. Like, uh, I mean, it's basically just like, you know, fantasy football. Those players don't sign off to be on your shitty fantasy team. Of course they don't. (laughs) And everything's fake until it's not. Yeah. Everything is fake until it's not. Like, what makes a real... Baltimore bar crawl... Uh, bracket, mm-hmm. the the bar beatdown bracket that was fake, and now there's a fucking plaque hanging up in yeah. the backyard. Now it's as real as any Baltimore Sun article plaque in a in a cheesesteak shop or anything, yeah. dude. They're all everything's fucking fake, dude. You know what is the Super Bowl? It's a bunch of guys who got together and said, "Yo, let's start football yeah, who's, teams." Who's Zagat? <laughs> <laughs> who is that? And why is he in every restaurant? Exactly, dude. That guy is was fake, and now he's real. Yeah, he had a zine where he mm-hmm. <laughs> had a printed out Yelp. Mm-hmm. So we started this, uh, what started out as a fake tournament, because we only got, I only had like 16 likes on it when I first posted the bracket. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Hancock, a longtime listener and uh, previous guest on the cast, messaged me and said, Yeah. Friend I'm, of the show and has his own podcast, mm-hmm. Laugh Finder. Laugh Finder, yes. And he messaged me on my personal Instagram and said, Honestly disgusted that Mothers isn't on here. <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit. So then I went back and I looked through and I was like, Oh man, I had completely forgotten about Mothers. Mm-hmm. And like, 
I went through, so I took it down, hoping only 16 no people have seen it. Yeah, <laughs> Even though I know way more than 16 people see it, they just neglect to like our shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It annoys, I will say that is the one thing that annoys me about social media is like, when you post a post that gets a lot of likes, and then you post a post that gets a little bit of likes, it's like, I know how many of you motherfuckers saw that yeah. and just didn't like it. So like, I took it down, and then I went like real science-y with it. I went to every Instagram page, I took their followers... I made like a formula. I mm-hmm. took their followers and then I took their average likes per post on on their top 10 posts and like took like the number and gave yeah. them like a number score. And that's how I seeded the thing. Mm. And then, you know, I reposted it up. And then, you know, of course, you get the OC locals in there with their shit. You know, the one guy who, who the... What about, a, what about the place that sells out of like the, the shack on the boardwalk mm-hmm. and they give you like takeout drinks? Why are they on there? I feel like so many people, like, first of all, it's like, you do understand we can only put 16 on here, yeah. right? And, like, some people, like, I'm, no disrespect to a lot of these places, but, like, it got tough towards the bottom four. Like, you're going to put the obvious ones yeah, you in. you got to like, put secrets in. You got to put coconuts. You got to do fishtails. Yeah, you got to do all those ones, you yeah. know? And then I got to, like, the bottom four, and it was, like, Green Turtle, Pickles, uh, Cowboy Coast, Sky Bar, like, Dead Freddy's, and, like, a bunch, and I was, like... I can't make it a 32 person bracket because there's just it would just be stupid towards the end. Like yeah. I'm Ponzetti's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of pissed that's yeah. <laughs> fucking core bros well, ice cream. They sell I drink. was letting that one slide, but <laughs> you brought it up. Ponzetti's wasn't on the bracket. <laughs> I know, dude. I wanted to, I wanted to put Ponzetti's on. And then so all these OC locals come out of the woodworks and and I think you kind of gave them the benefit of the doubt when you saw the weekend warrior thing. Mm-hmm. But the thing is. I know OC locals. I yeah, know how they fucking That's a local. Think. That's like someone being like uh, GDE yeah. or GDI or whatever mm-hmm. to like someone who's not in a frat. Exactly. Like, lingo to be like, oh, you suck, dude. Yes, yeah. exactly. So they they have this kind of attitude, where, which is understandable. Everybody in their own town I didn't get that at first. has their attitude like, I'm legit from here. You're just like a person who comes here. And it's like, okay, dude, I'm sorry I didn't grow up in fucking... Ocean City, yeah, like a shitty beach town yeah, that's I, closed half the year. Yeah, I can only be from one fucking place, dude. I can't be from all these places. You know, I come here enough. We come here enough to know what's good. Yeah. And then I make this bracket, and then someone, this is honestly disrespectful, dude. No Guido's burritos. It's like, all right, dude. You want me to fucking make Guido's <laughs> yeah, you want burritos? Chipotle up there too. Yeah. Like, fuck off, yeah. bro. Yeah, you want oh, Guido's burritos, number one seed over Secrets because they got great taco Tuesday. It's like, no, dude. I can't fucking do that. All right, like. I'm sorry that the the touristy ones are at the top, but they're the most popular ones, you know? Yeah. And I'm trying to make something that, like, everybody can get behind. And also, so, it's, like, the ones that most people know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, it was between that, like, most most of the feedback we got was nice. And then I did kind of feel bad because a couple of the bars actually DM'd us. Like, one of them was, like, hey, just for future reference, uh, could we maybe, like, be up against a bar, like, our own size uh, next year? Because, like, we can't compete with this other bar. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I kind of want to, and like so many people were DMing like, what the fuck? Like, why is this bar against this bar? Because like, do you not know how a tournament works? Like, I'm not going to put secrets and fakers up against each other in the first round. Yeah. Like, you're, it's supposed to be best versus worst, so you have the best bars towards the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I'm trying to explain that. And after a certain point, it got to the point where I was like, I can't keep DMing people. Yeah. I've been DMing my fucking fingers off dude (laughs) just trying to justify this bracket that is fake none of these people have even listened to the podcast yet (laughs) i know (laughs) i know (laughs) they're not even fans (laughs) (laughs) 
But like, I mean, we picked up like 250 followers over the course of the week. And uh, I mean, I what I did this time around was I, I DM'd every bar two days before the launch mm-hmm. and explained to them how they can participate. And we are up to like almost every single bar at this point. Like almost every single bar is sharing it in their story. Fuck yeah. Secrets has not. Mm. I don't imagine they will. I feel like at I feel like do they have like a heavy social media presence? They have the heaviest of all of them. They're like thirty four thousand followers. So like, like are they likes. posting shit? They post lot? they post about as much as anyone else. Okay. Yeah. I they, was gonna say like maybe because like secrets is such like the biggest spot down there anyway. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're not really, they don't need to try that hard on social media. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like there is, they might not even just see it unless they like hit you back. Like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. No bars have done that. No bars have pulled a banditos yet. (laughs) But, uh, I think what the bigger bars are doing a question. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think the secrets hit us with, is this even a question? I'd be like, you're right. You're You're kind of right. (laughs) You're probably going to win and not want to put the trophy up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I love secrets, but I'm kind of hoping they don't win because I know for a fact that if they do win, they're not going to set up a fucking thing to get like the bronze bucket of fries, whatever the fuck (laughs) we come up with. The bronze thrasher bucket. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to accept it, but like, I'm kind of like the ones the big ones that are in it, uh i think fagers uh saw it but they didn't share the first round because it was against like a, a smaller bar and they just figured like we're gonna fucking coast yeah. but when they saw they were up against mackie's dude fagers Ooh. was like fuck mackie's bro <laughs> <laughs> fucking vote <laughs> calling all fags <laughs> our fans that's what we call them the fags yeah dude fishtails was like promoting their specials on <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> Natty and White Claw Wednesday is starting now. It's like, what? <laughs> I mean, hell yeah, dude. I, I mean, it's it. dope. It's dope. But like, yeah, all these bars are so fucking into it. It's fun. It really is fun. I'm having too fucking much fun, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. So it's a pleasure. And right now we are in the, we just completed the quarterfinals. So we're down to the final four. We are looking at Secrets, Fagers, Fishtails, and Coconuts. And like you said, I really couldn't bless you i couldn't imagine a different final four that's like yeah yeah no offense to the other bars like they're all awesome but like those are the ones that i feel like everybody offense to the ones that weren't in the first initial 16 yeah (laughs) well i think what i'm gonna do i think what i'm gonna do next year is do like a little qualifying tournament like have like a eight man bracket for like the smaller ones and let like the top four make it into the tournament or have like a loser's bracket or something i have a loser's bracket i'm running it like a wrestling tournament and that's the other thing that nobody understood that i had (laughs) i had to explain i was like i guess nobody wrestled in high school (laughs) but it's double elimination so i can place one through eight um which is fun and like so i don't know it's uh this has been a good experience and now i just uh i'm running out of ideas dude we got to keep it going with something but we don't want to, like, I think we gave it a good enough buffer in between this one and the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do something for probably until Labor Day at the earliest, you know? Yeah. But then I don't even know what it would be. We've already done Baltimore. We've done Ocean City. The only thing I care about is bars. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what else to do. <laughs> the best beer bracket. Are yeah. we going to do that? Like, the best local beer or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, we could do something like that for sure. Yeah, it needs to be something that, like... Like, we can coordinate with the social media pages. That would be fun. You know, we can get them involved because that's really how it gets popping off is when they share it. I don't want to talk too much because 
I don't want to cast any shade, but I think we are getting more. I uh, I'm estimating mm-hmm. that we might be getting as many votes on our poll as the pit beef bracket Ooh. at this point. I think we might be the the stolen valor bracket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not shade in any way. I'm I'm actually just kind of patting ourselves on the back for that. But like, I was noting like the amount of interaction they're getting for that, and I was Ooh. just thinking, I was like, all right, let me just pretend to be not me and just <laughs> looking at two tournaments and thinking which one interests me more mm. also the charcoal grill was knocked out in like the first round yeah which is kind of fucked up well and also chaps got knocked out in the first round yeah i don't know who's like, voting on that yeah i don't know who's voting on that also i don't know enough pit beef places like yeah i, I know really only know charcoal grill and chaps yeah it's the one closest to where you grew up like mm-hmm. i went to charcoal grill i don't even know where chaps is yeah where well, is chaps, chaps is in the parking lot of like the Gold Club off of Forty, in um, like Essex, yeah, kinda like okay. in between like Greek Town and Essex. Okay, and then um, what was the other one? Andy Nelson's. Obviously, Andy we know that, Nelson's, but I don't consider that pit not, beef. They don't have pit beef, do they? Yeah, I don't. They might because they're I'm sure like they do. They have like North Carolina or barbecue or some shit. They mm-hmm. have like the vinegar based barbecue. Yeah, something or other. I think pit beef is like a specific to kind of this area food. Yeah, it's a Maryland thing for sure. So I like the fact that they're doing it, but I uh, I made a point of it to keep the OC bracket under wraps, dude. Yeah. Even though probably it had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I was just like, dude, I'm not going to say shit. I mean, hey, there's some snakes out there, dude. They're slithering around. I know they see they're, what we're doing. They're dude. teaming up with local news stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for <laughs> OC local W. OC. The mayor of Ocean City. <laughs> we get like fucking shouted out on that like Ocean City local channel that like is in every hotel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the mayor giving a message. The only channel they have in OC Hotel. <laughs> just turn it on. <laughs> they start just broadcasting live from the studio. I've emailed every single bar about getting music gigs there. No response. Mm. And some of those bars are currently DMing me in the live from the studio thing. And I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking about being, like, on the end of the tournament, be like, yo, you trying to reply to that email? Though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to play here, dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, fuck it. Go for it. Like, especially yeah. once you already have, like, a relationship with them, be like, hey, just so you know, like, I don't know when you guys are doing live music again, but give me a call. Yeah. I'm your fucking boy. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Don't even say <laughs> you can say you're me. <laughs> Just say nah, Mary Glazer. <laughs> nah, who's Jimmy Seleski? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he emails me a lot too. He's kind of weird. <laughs> He's weird, dude. <laughs> he was claiming all these low, low key bars that should have been in the bracket. I was like, dude, bug off. <laughs> Yeah, he was emailing Guidos for a gig last <laughs> week, and then now he's dissing them because they didn't give him one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. In other somewhat beach-related news, and not at all, do cicadas come out at the beach? Um, do they come out of the sand? Because that would ruin my year. Maybe. I don't think so, though. Because I think sand, like, shifts so much, like, they would have been wiped away. At, they wouldn't be able to stay underground in the same spots for 17 years, right? Probably not. I mean, depending if if the tide hasn't risen a certain amount in seventeen years, I'd imagine not. Yeah, you know, I but, did, wasn't. I mean, like a, they might be in Ocean City. I'm just not sure. I know they're really like only around like pretty much up to like New York down to like uh, North Carolina. I think. Yeah, and I think they come out at a very specific temperature, mm-hmm. like the ground. I think they're 
like yeah, three apparently it was like too cold last week for them to come out, so they got mm. delayed. Mm. But you said you saw like a billion today like at your parents' house. Hundreds at my like literally on one tree at my parents' house. Wow, <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Yeah, I got a couple Snapchats from people like they're coming, and I hadn't seen one at all. Mm-hmm. And then I was walking to the gym, and I looked down at the sidewalk, and there was just one lone cicada, just squashed on the ground, Ooh. and I was like. It has begun. Yeah, now you gotta you know? eat it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I <laughs> prove your dad and brother wrong. Ah, uh, dude. I know. That's the one you gotta eat. I know. I've been talking myself up for seventeen years, and I don't. No, it's think. crazy. Um, so yeah, I stopped by my parents earlier, and like uh, apparently a bunch of like kids have been coming into their front yard to like play with all the cicadas and shit. And right now they're all like coming out of their shells, like they're molting. Mm-hmm. But like my mom said, she was outside, and a bunch of the kids were just like popping them out of their shells like pimples they're like look we're helping them get out (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i think serial killers i think cicadas are the one bug where you can really do whatever you want with them and nobody's gonna accuse your kid of being a serial killer no i did some fucked up shit it's like oh yeah me too i was kind of just kidding yeah but it's like that's like almost in their dna too like they there's so many of them Mm mm-hmm that they can get fucked with. Like, that's yeah. part of their fucking master plan. Yeah, that's their whole thing, dude. They, they only come, come out... out and swarm. They get eaten up like fuck, but overall, they're still planting, like, millions of other ones to pop out in 17 more years. I mean, dude, this is a great year for birds. But you know what's weird? <laughs> dude, well, <laughs> because birds are going to be eating... They're going to be feasting, for sure. <laughs> they love cicadas. That's probably, like, that's probably like their fucking, gonna like... going to be a good year for birds. <laughs> You see a bird, just give him a nod, baby. He's loving life. He's loving life, dude. But, like, I wonder what birds think because, like, birds don't even have a 17-year lifespan, a lot of them. So it's, like, most birds, they're just going to see this random bug that they've never seen before and been like, should I eat this? But I don't yeah. think birds think like that. I think birds are like, I'm eating this. Yeah, I think they're probably like, ooh, that's a big-ass bug. <laughs> <laughs> you know me and my bugs, dude. <laughs> But yeah, dude, when I saw that cicada on the ground, it, it like instantly brought me back. I had like flashback to like seventh grade. And I always have that like, you know, I'll, like you probably do this as well. I feel like everybody probably does this. But like every now and then I'll just be sitting and like in a moment or something like at the beach or like oh, this happens a lot when I leave the beach since we're on a beach kick right now. When I leave the beach for the last time of the season, like I know I'm not coming back to the beach until next summer. When I'm driving out, I always think, wow, I'm not going to be here until next summer. Amazing Mm -hmm. thought. But I also think, I wonder what I'll be thinking and doing when I am here next summer. And then when the next summer comes and I'm there, I'll flash back and I'll be like, oh, this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nothing really. (laughs) Same thing I was doing before. What do you know? (laughs) But I remember... Maybe next year will be different. (laughs) (laughs) but i remember when i was like 12 the first time the cicadas came around and i remember when the cicadas finally went away which i don't remember how they went away do they just start crawling back into the ground or they they just start dropping like flies dude there they'll there's just gonna be like random cicada debris all over the fucking ground Mm -hmm. like in two weeks (laughs) is it only two weeks i thought it's like the whole summer um well, apparently, like, when we looked it up the other week, it said it was, it was, like, four to six weeks they're only alive. What is the So point? it doesn't seem, like, that long, because, like, thinking back on the last time they were around, it felt like forever. Yeah. But I think maybe it was just, like, 
not that long. I just remember and thinking, we just kids. wow, next time the cicadas come, I'll be 28 years old. Mm-hmm. I and remember then, thinking that. Yeah. And now we are both 28 years old and here we are. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like doing the same yeah. shit. What about when I'm holding the math? 45 years old. 45, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually calculated. I was like, how many more cicadas uh, are you going to see? Yeah, I think it was like 45, then we'll be 62, mm-hmm. 79. Maybe. Maybe we'll see that. Maybe 79, and then super maybe if we're 96. <laughs> if I'm 96, <laughs> I'll be sitting there being like, damn. Cicada's going to like pull the plug on us. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was 28 years old on the podcast saying it's there's no... happening just like it. I said Fucking it way. <laughs> I'm making it to 96, and here I am watching these cicadas, damn. still being annoyed. And then what? Uh, 100, 13, 113. Yeah, I, I think that's safe to say we're safe not. Safe to say. <laughs> 2005. Brood 15. Yeah. The fuck. Well, what the fuck? Definitely not seeing that. Like, okay, so what you're saying is they only stick around for about six weeks, which sounds right. Two mm-hmm. weeks did not sound right. Six weeks sounds right. I believe that. What is the purpose of their existence? Like, they stay underground for Something. 17 years yeah, at a time. Chilling, dude. And then they just come up. To basically annoy people, they come up for like a fucking a fuck fest. Uh, it, they come up for basically all the the sins like gluttony, yeah. lust, <laughs> fucking everything. Yeah, and then they live it up for four to six weeks, and then they just drop. And they're like, "All right, my kids will come out and do the same thing in seventeen years." My kids are gonna love it, dude. Gonna it's love blast. this shit. They come out like fully ready to go, like. I thought well, that yeah, when they've they... been getting ready, they've been pre gaming for 17 years. <laughs> they've been underground, fucking hotboxing the earth. It would suck if you were like a fucking incel cicada and you've been waiting yeah. 17 years <laughs> to get ass. And you only get one chance <laughs> and you blow it. <laughs> you blow it. And then you got to dig yourself back underground Damn. and hope you make it another 17 years. What if that's what, like, or a new bug's life is about <laughs> cicada's life. Yeah, cicada's life. I mean, look, cicadas aren't the that gross. Way. They're kind of honestly pretty. Well, I think the the regular cicadas are kind of pretty, like the green ones, where they kind of they almost look like big fucking like emeralds. I or think some they're shit. locusts, or there might be a cicada, but they're like a different brood. It's a different. So those are like the yearly cicadas. Like yeah. cicadas come out every year, just not in like full force. The Brood X, they look like fucking like super soldier cicadas. Yeah, they're like they're like blue with red eyes. Yeah, they look like they're in like desert camo. And yeah, and they have red ass eyes. And you don't like yeah. those? You don't think they look cool? No, I think they look super cool. It's just not pretty to me. <laughs> oh, it's not pretty. <laughs> I think the regular cicadas are very pretty, but I think the like the the seventeen year ones, they look like fucking soldiers. They look crazy. They are wild. I wonder what the difference between that and a locust is. I understand locusts, though, you know, because locusts, I could be wrong about this. <laughs> I could be wrong about this. Um, but there is a breed of grasshopper, like a species of grasshopper, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, that's that's like the locust. Yeah. And it only happens if the temperature gets to the right level. But if it does, it goes from this, like, chill fucking bug that just hops around in the grass as is its name and if the temperature gets to a certain point for a certain amount of time and a certain amount of humidity in the air 
it literally just transforms into this like ravenous locust and all yes, the grasshoppers. Like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. It's insane. It's literally fucking insane. And then they just go around in swarms and just take out all vegetal life. Well, okay, see, that to me is interesting. That makes me kind of understand what the purpose of their existence is. So, like... It's like a reset button on the environment. Yeah. Like, the environment, once the environment reaches a certain point, it triggers these, like, like uh, Manchurian candidate bugs mm-hmm. that are just fucking... Most of them probably never even get transformed because they might live their entire life, get eaten by a fucking, you know, bird, birds. Yeah, because how long do, like, regular bugs live? They don't live long. Uh, Some bugs live a decent amount of time, but as far as lifespans go, bugs definitely have some less than stellar lifespans. Mm -hmm. So I think the average bug lives, like, a year, probably. I don't think they make it through the winter. I don't think bugs, like, see all four seasons. I think they are born in the spring, do their fucking thing, and then die. Like, I don't think you see the same bug twice year to year. No. Like, hey, I remember that one. I remember you. <laughs> You've been around here for a yeah, while. Long time no see. <laughs> Good to see you. It is getting cold out there. I understand why you're coming in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. But it's like, I guess when the environment gets to, like, a certain level where Earth is like, yo, we're getting too many leaves in this bitch. Too many leaves. Which I guess would lead to like a certain increase in humidity or whatever the fuck it would be. Something, the locusts just get fucking like, and they just become this monster thing, and they all swarm and fly around and eat everything. And that to me is kind of like the same thing that wildfires do. Mm-hmm. Like wildfires just kind of happen when there's too much like vegetation, and well, then it gets too dry. Yeah, too dry for sure. And then the wildfire just clears it out, and then makes way for more vegetation to grow and maybe that's what locusts do but cicadas it's like once every 17 years bro yeah you know i mean they definitely like fuck shit up like you'll see a bunch of like downed tree branches and shit you'll see like not like down entire branches well like little ones yeah oh jesus you'll see (laughs) <laughs> it looks like my fucking my, the tree in my parents' house looked like it had fucking like stretch marks from the cicadas, dude. It was crazy. Oh my god! Now talk about things that live to see a lot of those trees, dude. Trees, dude. That tree in your parents' yard is probably like, oh my god, not, not again. again. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, it's like clockwork. <laughs> <laughs> trees live for fucking ever, dude. Yeah. I mean, like we talk shit about plants a lot on this podcast. No, we don't. But like they live forever, dude. Like, I think there's trees make it to, like, a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Like, when you see a big-ass oak tree, yeah, that thing was alive when the Revolutionary War was fought. Like, when you, go to the, when you go to, like, the battlefields, like, Civil War battlefields and shit, sometimes I'll look around in the woods and be like, a lot of these trees were probably there. Yeah, these trees still have, like, shrapnel in them. <laughs> That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Zach, uh, speaking of Civil War, Zach, uh, his friend... He was showing me some pictures on his friend's Instagram. His friend was like demoing a house in the city somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he found these coins like buried under the like floorboard or like buried underground, wherever, in the basement that were from like 1820. They were like Damn. pre, they were like the first minted coins of the country. And he Baltimore's looked up. an old ass city. Yeah. And he looked up the eBay value and like each coin was like worth like a thousand bucks or something like that. Like ridiculous. And um, yeah, when they destroy the sidebar, they'll find my like supreme Zippo I lost there <laughs> right before the pandemic, <laughs> which it's okay. lost to history. Here's what here's what it made me think. 
Why don't, like, literally, okay, let's say we live to be 80 years old, mm. right? When you find something like a coin that's 80 years old, that's cool. And it could be worth some money. But if someone just found one of us in the street at 80, like, <laughs> what? are you lost? <laughs> you not need help? Cool. <laughs> You're not cool, bro. You're not cool. You are bro. not cool. I can't spend you, dude. You're not money. <laughs> You're not worth anything. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're not buried underground, which is where you should be. <laughs> Fucking 80-year-old dude. No, dude, but like, why don't, like... What we should do, if I find a penny from the 90s, like when we were born, I'm yeah, just going to save penny. it. Just save it. Mm. Like, all you got to do really is you could save anything. Yeah. And eventually it'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Anything. I could I save a, this uh, pack of cigarettes and in a hundred years, somebody's be like, what the fuck? Wait, menthol? They banned this ages ago. <laughs> this is pre-prohibition. <laughs> Like really Before like for the Altoid Wars. <laughs> First it came for the menthol. Then it came for the TikTok. Then it came for the spearmint. <laughs> the only mint we had left besides winter green. <laughs> no, dude, but it's like why not just I mean this isn't this isn't like uh, an argument for just becoming a hoarder. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of sense to like if you have anything. Like I went up into the woods and um, when I was living at Towson Woods and there was like a hill, a wooded hill that led up to Joppa Road that like nobody ever went back there mm-hmm. as I came to find out. I went up there and found like some beer cans from like the 70s where they had like the different, the peel off yeah. top. Yeah, yeah, That was fucking cool. Like I was thinking like, wow, no one's been here. Like at some point back in the 70s, some group of Towson dudes were just sitting yeah, up the in the... last s- people in these woods were... 50 years ago. Yeah. And then I went up to the, um, I went, I went on a jog up, uh, kind of by Lock Raven high school up in that hill off. Of, I was like just madly climbing a hill on the side of like an interstate. And I found like some Sprite bottles from the nineties with a different logo and like space jam advertisements and shit. Ooh. And I was like, this is cool. Like, <laughs> was it just for the new space jam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. LeBron James is on it for some reason, it but I know so it's old. Like, uh, Jordan kind of looked like James <laughs> for some reason. Like it yeah. was so weathered and old. <laughs> the uniforms were different. It was crazy. Yeah, sun, the sun damage was crazy on it. <laughs> yeah, man. I just think I just it made me think that I should just start saving random shit. You yeah, know, I have a uh, which I'm good at. I found this was like I don't know. Do you have things like this? Uh, and I'll explain it. Can't answer right now because you don't know what it is. Okay. But uh, so like when I got my Corolla. I like like my first car and when I cleaned it all out and I was getting it all ready, I found like a half dollar under the driver's mat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep that there. And then when I uh traded in my Corolla for the Avalon, I was like, let me just put this into the next car. And then I've just had this like half dollar around yeah. with me for a while. Like I I don't know. Do you have anything like that where you're like, all right, I think this is good luck potentially. Yeah, like there's I- there's things. You know what I have that with a lot is guitar picks. Mm. They're like, I was discussing this with Joe the other the day. The half actually. dollar is going to have some value at some point. <laughs> this guitar pick actually. It's from like yeah. the early 90s. Might be worth a whole 50 cents, dude, eventually. Who knows? Which it might actually be made of silver. I'm not sure. It might be. I think, I think the older coins were made of real. I think like the old pennies were made of copper. Yeah. The old nickels were made of nickel. And quarters, you know, they were just fucking quarters. 
And then, uh, yeah, quartz. but I, they're made quartz. of quartz. quartz, quartz. But I have that same thing with um, like guitar picks. Like, I'll buy a pack of picks, which is like fifteen picks, and I'll lose all of them in like two weeks. But then there's other guitar picks that I've literally had since I was like eleven, and I'll just, you know, randomly be doing something in my house, look under the bed. Oh, there's that pick. It never leaves. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, I think I should actually make an effort to like preserve them because they've made it through 17 years of me, which is like the most easily like that. This is not how I should word this sentence. (laughs) I lose things so easily. Yeah. Like, dude, like my the half life of one of my guitar picks is probably a week. (laughs) And you have made it somehow throughout my entire like adulthood my childhood everything made it longer than some of my guitars yeah yeah (laughs) exactly so like yeah i totally understand like preserving stuff and i think that's cool because like literally anything you give your grandkids from your time they're gonna think is cool oh yeah and if my grandkids are anything like me they'll probably fucking lose it you know but like think about it like that guitar amp in there Mm -hmm. that's a 65 fender twin reverb that wasn't really anything to speak of when it came out it was just an amplifier my grandfather bought it, used it completely wrong, played his bazooki through it and like plugged eight other things into it and ran it. And then, you know, it was just sitting in his basement and then he gave it to me and people were like, holy shit, you have that amp? And it's like, yeah, my grandfather just saved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't that hard. Like just yeah. buy something and then eventually chances are it's going to be dope. And I think that's what cicadas understand eventually they'll be dope again yeah i mean honestly it's like it is a crazy good build-up like like for after it happens you're like holy shit what the fuck just happened and you're mm-hmm. like oh my god in 17 years it's gonna happen again and you forget about it and you forget about it and you yep. forget it but then like what was it like six months ago and we're like holy shit like, yeah we're about to get flooded with yeah. well last year let's be fair last year we were like is this year the cicada year? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is that other thing. No, no, no. This is the pandemic year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder who keeps tra- who was keeping track of that cuz like there's got to be at least one guy in society that's like I I got the date marked for yeah. cicadas. Don't worry, guys. I'll let everyone know. <laughs> yeah, cuz we all think we do. Like we've said countless times on this this episode alone, oh, it's going to happen more 45. Yeah. That'll be the year 2038. But you know damn well that when we're 44 and 2037, somebody's going to say the word cicada and be like, oh, what? shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Really? I forgot about them, dude. They're still, they're still around. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, dude. I, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like uh, feeling a little pessimistic about the whole thing because it was like, damn, like this summer is going to be like the first summer. Like, first in, summer back. Yeah, the first summer back. And now we got to share it with all these cicadas? Like, they couldn't put it off another year? Like, dude, like, look, if it was just a regular summer, once every 17 years, regular summer, I can deal with the loud for fucking two months straight. Whatever, dude. It's a summer. But, like, dude, we didn't get last summer. Very inconsiderate cicadas. It is. It's like, damn, you know? I kind of just felt like they might... Do you think they might ruin summer? No. You don't think so? No. I'm not going to let cicadas ruin my summer, dude. If they do, then you're weak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they ruin your summer, I'm renaming the podcast Alive from the Studio with Eric and Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> now you're speaking my language. When you said, if you let it ruin your summer, you're weak, I was like, 
I'm not letting it ruin my summer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not weak. Man. I'll eat one. Okay. I'll do it. Dad, Eric. I mean, Eric. Dom. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> anyone? <laughs> anyone? Did anyone hear me? Ocean City, back me up. <laughs> you think I'm cool? <laughs> you don't think I'm weak? <laughs> oh fuck yeah man apparently there's like a cicada quiche you can make dude fuck that i'm not doing I'm not it eating cicadas this year fuck that not at all maybe one if like a fucking chef makes it for me sure why not but i'm not gonna like go out into the fucking city where they've been like leaching up all the chemicals in the oh, ground true. for 17 years to true. be like here let me eat this fucking fecal quiche oh man <laughs> that is true dude that yeah. is true yes fecal cicadas. rat poison salad yeah they just that. chill underground it's like nothing good happens underground dude everything gross is ground related there's not that many gross things in the sky when you drop food on the ground do you eat it no exactly but when you throw it up in the air well, you and catch it you still dig eat. dig three feet down dump food leave it there for 17 years do you eat it no exactly exactly dude that about speaks for itself, dude. Speaking of fecal matter, by the way, um, when I went to the gym last week, <laughs> speaking of fecal matter, I've been really working on my segues, dude. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I go to the gym and I'm in a great mood, right? Like it's finally hot outside. I'm walking to the gym now, mm -hmm. walking in the sleeve. Let's just fucking blah, 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 blah carrying all my shit because i don't wear pockets to the gym you gotta wear some pockets dude. yeah i need pockets dude wear them wear <laughs> wear pockets dude back in the day they used to wear pockets they weren't made into clothes it you was you not gotta get you gotta just like wear a tackle vest <laughs> like yeah. a fisherman vest yeah, to I'm the sure gym that look great a tactical <laughs> like eight pockets on the front <laughs> I could easily fill out a tackle vest of knickknacks and random stuff, yeah. you know? Well, you don't have to get, like, a fucking bulletproof vest. I just mean, like, one of those, like, tack, uh, tackle vests or whatever. You know it, what I mean? I mean, it wouldn't hurt if it was bulletproof. It wouldn't hurt. It, it never hurts. Cool. Yeah, it never hurts. In the gym? All, yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> it would look like pecs. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk in the gym, right? Feeling good. Feeling groovy. But I'm thinking, you know what? I gotta take a shit. And... So I walk into the bathroom, I walk into the stall, and I'm looking at my phone, as every millennial Gen Zer multiple does. Multiple stalls? Uh, there's multiple stalls okay, in the bathroom, okay, yes. Okay. Walk into the middle stall, because I think there's somebody, there's like four stalls, so I think mm -hmm. there's somebody in the furthest to the wall, and I was like, I'm not going to shit next to him, because I hate that, so I'm going to go two stalls away. It's like mm -hmm. we're in different counties at that point. Yeah, yeah. Walk in, fucking around with my phone. And then just as I'm about to sit down, I look at the floor and there's a gigantic piece of shit on the floor with a step mark in it. And I think, please, God, don't let that be my shoe print. And so... And then you noticed a little star. <laughs> a little converse star in the <laughs> no <laughs> please tell me someone else wears chucks to the gym <laughs> anybody 
Kamala, are you here? <laughs> Was that you? Please say Kamala stepped in it. <laughs> so I look down and I, I had to sit on the toilet to do this. So I sit down fully clothed at this point. And I pick up my first shoe, nothing. Then I pick up my left shoe. It's there, dude. Oh, there no. was human shit on my shoe. Now, now that I'm telling this story, it is now taken on a whole other weight because I totally forgot about something else that happened in my life that is a callback to this. But I'll get to that <laughs> later. So, I leave. I immediately am in like a just not. Did you already work out, or is this pre? This is pre workout. Oh, no. This is pre workout. Pre workout shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't even shit yet, and you're already dirty. Already dirty. Dude. <laughs> already dirty. Dirtier than I ever Healthy. wanted to be. Oh, my God. And so I'm not even mad at this point. I'm not even really disgusted. I'm just in one of those moves just like, really? Are you fucking yeah, kidding why me? Why would you do this? Really, dude? What and time was it? Like 4 p.m. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which probably makes the most sense because nobody who has a 9 to 5 would do that. Like, anybody who's shitting on the floor is somebody who's coming to the gym midday. Because if you got nothing else going on at noon on a Monday... I'm hoping that it was midday shit. I'm hoping that that person didn't first thing in the morning when the gym opened just take <laughs> shit on the floor and no one noticed it until you I got hope there. so, too. Well, here's the thing. I didn't no, tell anybody. I don't hope that. That'd be crazy. Oh, I don't hope so. That's what I mean. I hope you're right. I hope that your hope is right. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm in this state of kind of like just frustration and... and Mild shock. Yeah. Not traumatized. Not even really disgusted. Just mildly shocked. Or majorly shocked. So I walk to the sink with my shoes still on. Mm-hmm. Then I walk up to the sink. I take my shoes off and begin scrubbing the shit off in the sink. Ugh. I finish the job, wash my hands. Do you like tell anyone? No. That looks bad on you. <laughs> Just wait. Oh, no. <laughs> Will you give me a second? I'm sorry. <laughs> so I then about to put my shoes back on, and then I notice little swipe marks across the floor from the bathroom to the sink where I had walked with my shitty shoe to the sink. And then I look down at my sock, which is on the floor, and then I look at my sock, and now there's shit on my sock. I know. I know. So at this point, I'm like, dude, this is this is like socks suck too because it's like the opposite of a condom. Yes. <laughs> it is a condom for your foot, but it's the complete it soaks everything. It brings everything you. in. It's like, please, come yeah, on. Me, I want you to feel this too. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't want this to get in your shoes. Stay on the foot. <laughs> Come on. Where, where's the, why you got to go in the shoe, man? Come here. Stay here in the sock. <laughs> this is where the party's at. <laughs> oh, fucking no. So I, 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 now I'm just like, I'm beside myself. Now I'm the guy with the shitty sock. And so I had already put my shoe back on at this point. So now... There's another shit on the inside of your I know, shoe. dude. I fucking know. And you got to take your sock off. Oh, I did, and I threw it away. 
And I oh, thought about throwing the other sock away too. Did just, you like take the insole out of your shoe and throw that out, or does Converse does not have? I that? I like wiped thoroughly the inside of the shoe. There was nothing on it, so I think it didn't make. I think the sock did its job there and kept it all in the sock. I mean, I only, I literally like put my foot in the shoe and then thought about maybe I should check my sock and pulled it out. Like I didn't like walk around on it, so I yeah, think yeah. I think we're probably good on that department. So then I took my sock off my other foot, put it on that sock with the shitty shoe, okay, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, put yeah. my bare foot in the safe shoe. And then proceeded to work out with one sock, and it sucked. Don't ever work out without socks, you know? But, like, I never even wound up taking a shit. Like, I lost, like, my shitting appetite. Like, I got so disgusted by this other shit that I was like, <laughs> I can't even take a shit now. I can't even take a shit like, now. You, I've heard of, like, losing, like, my lunch appetite. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, there's shit on the floor. I can't even eat. I couldn't even shit. You lost your will to shit. <laughs> I went another like day without shit. Oh my, my body, god! My body was just like, nope. Your body was traumatized. We'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> Better luck tomorrow. Oh my god, that's <laughs> unprecedented, uh, dude. But here's the thing: it's not unprecedented because I was just reminded of a time in middle school, eleven years ago, when the cicadas were out. Damn. A person that we went to Dumbarton Middle School, I'm not going to say his name. Wait, 11 years ago in middle 17 school? 17 years ago. Okay, yeah. I was, gonna I say, was 11 years fuck? old. Okay, okay. In okay. sixth grade. Okay, yes, yes. 17 yes. years ago, 11 years old, sixth grade, a person that went to our middle school and high school had shit himself in science class. Yes. Go back on previous casts. We've definitely talked We've about definitely this. talked about this. And I stepped in it. And everybody your sock. <laughs> with my shoe. Oh, thank and God. everyone thought that I was the one who shit myself because Damn. I smelled like shit. And so even the girl I liked at the time, who I really don't like anymore, <laughs> <laughs> completely unrelated, <laughs> said, Ew, did you shit yourself or like poop yourself, whatever you're saying, 11 years old? Yeah. And I said, no, I stepped on dog poop. And then she was like, no, you stepped in his poop. And then she pointed over there and I was like, oh, man, I totally <laughs> did. And then so I had to go to the bathroom with the kid who pooped himself <laughs> as the other kid. You like became an accomplice in his pooping. Yes. That sucks. Yeah. And then Mr. Conti came in there and was like yelling at people. And me, and I was like, dude, I'm not in here to talk shit at the kid. I'm in here to clean the shit off of my shoe. Yeah. And just like, just like we were talking about before, when I was sitting there at 11 years old, walking around saying, wow, cicadas aren't going to be back for another 17 years. I wonder what I'll be doing. <laughs> it turns out I'll be right at a public bathroom sink. Same shit, just a different year. <laughs> Bingo. God damn, dude. Yes, dude. It was uh, no good, dude. I Maybe mean, I was just walking around the gym, just mean mugging people. Just <laughs> like, which one of you sick fucks? Because that would be some real audacity <laughs> to do that up. and then still and then work scope it out. <laughs> Like, Fuck. oh, whoops, I show on the floor. I'm still doing my workout, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to leave the scene of the crime. <laughs> and I never told out. anybody. I, and now, I, I never did tell anybody because I didn't 
want to deal not with not even it, okay I guess. it's not my job dude I guess. I did my job. Someone should definitely clean that up. Someone should. Someone should be in there cleaning up that bathroom periodically throughout the day. Yeah. And I figured they would be doing that. Now, I don't want to be the guy that walks up to the front desk and says, hey, I, just, I, I, did, I didn't step in it, but uh, there's shit on the floor. And then they look down and they're like, why are you only wearing one sock? <laughs> <laughs> you can say you stepped in it. I don't want to tell. I would say I stepped. I'd be like, why would no. I? I would totally go up to the front desk and be like, I don't want to like cause an issue, but there's like literally human shit in the bathroom, and someone should probably clean that up. Would you say you stepped in it? If I stepped in it, I'd be like, it's kind of fucked up. Like I stepped in human shit. I don't know what to fucking do. Do you guys have any cleaning supplies? Like I would ask for help. But, like I would be like, do you guys have like Lysol? <laughs> do you have like? Bleach? And then you're forever gonna be the guy who stepped in shit whenever you walk in the door. But I didn't shit. But you stepped in it, dude. I know what it's like to be the accomplice to someone else shitting, dude. Okay. I've been doing it all my I life. I guess that's true. <laughs> I don't want them to be like sitting there at the desk and be like, oh, that guy, yeah, he seemed pretty cool. Then he said he stepped in that shit. And then they tell another person, they tell another person, all of a sudden they're telling the hot girls at the gym. And then whenever I'm walking around, all the girls are looking at me. It's like, are those the same shoes he was wearing last week? Are those the sh- shoes that he stepped in the shit with? Because you know I'm not getting new shoes. <laughs> I don't want that on my record, dude. Why would I tell you were in sandals? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want that on my record, dude. So, like, look, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. it never happened. Okay. It's not there anymore. Somebody took care of it. Okay. Somebody took care of it. That's now, fair. Am I a dick for possibly creating a situation where that could have happened to somebody else? Maybe. But hopefully those people also have a podcast and they have a good story yeah. now. I mean, yeah. You bring that up and I feel like that's kind of my motivation for even saying it. Especially if I stepped in it. I feel like that would give me more motivation to be like, hey, can someone take care of this? I don't want this shit to happen to someone else. And yeah. then you'd be known as the great guy. The great guy. Like, yeah. Hey, this guy's a good guy. I just, you know, I look, I really don't like shit. Like, oh, it's not, terrible. Not that it disgusts me. I almost quit the movie theater job one time because someone literally took a shit in the family bathroom. Not even close. They just did it in the middle of the bathroom. And, like, those bathrooms didn't have ventilation. So, like, it was closed. And when I went to go check it out, I literally, the entire room, I walked into basically just, like, a shit cloud. And it was the most disgusting thing in my life. I started, like, gagging. And what made it worse was, like, I was, like, and then I'd have to, like, inhale the shit smell, and it would make it even worse. And then it happened for like, literally I was gagging. I couldn't move for like 20 seconds gagging. And then I finally Jeez. got out and I was like, I radioed my manager, like the general manager. I was like, yo, I'm not dealing with this. Like, I yeah. might have to leave. <laughs> like, Holy shit. <laughs> well, I don't have that reaction to it. I'm actually very okay with gross things because... I've been okay with it in the past, but that was just like another level of like that's why i asked if it was multiple bathrooms or like multiple stalls or like a single bathroom because that's a difference Mm -hmm. like at least you had the already like funk in the air from just a locker room smell like the weird like moldy ball sweat smell i think what grosses me out almost as much if not more is wet like dishes with food and gross shit on it that grosses me out a lot but even that, like, I remember when I was young and my dad was making me wash the dishes. But at least that is, like, 
I know what this is. Yeah. And I know it's not shit. But it's like when it's cold <laughs> and gross and like, remember I was washing dishes when I was a little kid. Must have been like eight or nine. My dad was making me wash the dishes and he saw that I was being like real timid around the food parts. And my dad was already mad at me for something, which is why I was making me wash the dishes. And he was like, oh, you're scared of the food? Take your hands and put it down in the fucking dish. And he took my hands and like jammed them into the fucking pot full of like gross liquid. And I was like, oh, gross. (laughs) And he like held it there. And he was like, now wash the fucking dishes. I was like, no. But ever since then, I just, I've had this very cold demeanor with gross things. So it doesn't gross me out. I meant I don't like talking about it. Like, I don't like shit jokes i don't like bathroom humor mm-hmm. i don't say the word poop i don't make fart jokes i don't it's like unbecoming to me and i don't even like being associated with it like i will clean <laughs> shit before i tell you about uh my experience with it unless it's for some reason on here just because it's me and you and i imagine that no one else in the world <laughs> like i can't see for their very face. long time no one else was listening <laughs> <laughs> exactly like, so i'll talk about it here that mindset yeah but like, I just don't, I don't enjoy that conversation. Okay, let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had this happen where like, a lot, this happens to me a lot. Sometimes I'll be like, it's like associative, like psycholo- psychology. I'll be walking down a hall and I'll see like a really hot girl from like a distance. But then it'll like, somebody like just farted or something and it smells really bad. <laughs> and then immediately in my brain, because I'm smelling a fart while I'm looking at this hot girl, she's disgusting to me now. It's mm. gross. Because her essence is now associated with the smell of some dude's asshole. Mm. And it's kind of the same thing I don't want in people's minds when I talk to them at the gym that don't know me. They only are going to know one thing about me. They're going to know two things, that I wear the same thing at the gym every day, which does not work in my favor for the second thing, which is that that's the guy who stepped in shit. Yeah. That's all it's ever going to be, dude. I won't have that conversation with someone unless I have a billion other things to relate back to with him. It's like, dude, I'm not the shit guy to you. Yeah. I'm a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Shit guy is one of those things, but a very small percentage. <laughs> but if you, if I only... Happens kn- what, once in every 17 years? <laughs> yeah, once every 17 years. I don't give me a fucking break. But as far as they're concerned, I'm the shit guy. Yeah. You know? That's and fair. I don't want that. I'm not thinking about it like that, though, because I, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I don't go to the gym now, but when I did, it wasn't really like, a, I wasn't going there to, like, socialize with people unless I was there with, like, you guys. Yeah. I've been becoming gradually more social there. I talked to one of my old wrestling rivals in there. Mm-hmm. He goes there, too, from Catonsville. I talked to him today. I was like, I got to say something cool. got to say something cool. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was out drinking before this. He was like, nice. He was like, huh, it's two, right? (laughs) Hey, how come you only got one sock? (laughs) I'd rather be the functional alcoholic than the shit guy, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, you sent me that picture. You're at the, you're at uh, Barley's. You're soaking in the, the view of our, Plaque I know, there. I know. They put it on the downstairs bar, which is cooler because that's where everybody walks in, you know. Mm-hmm. And proud uh, of it. Yeah, it was a nice day. It was a nice day, and they they really, really were proud of it. You I'm know, very glad. I still wish I could have made it. I was fucking knocked out from the vaccine. Yeah, this how? is how I transitioned at that. Good segue. Um, 
I know. I'm learning from the best. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Segweski. <laughs> Go on. Um, yeah, I got the I got the second part of the vaccine last week. And uh like I was saying before the podcast, it it wasn't kind of, it wasn't that crazy initially. I went out there, I went out to to the fairgrounds. That's where I got my first one. Went out. I was like listening to my AirPods. I accidentally had like noise cancellation mode on. So for like, you know, people are trying to talk to me. I was like, all right, okay, this way. Da, da, da. <laughs> and like I was walking through, walking through, and this one guy stopped me and he was like what, like, are you going this way or whatever? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I started walking. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, uh, have you had COVID-19 in the last 10 days? <laughs> and I was like, huh? <laughs> I took my earbud out and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not Do you have COVID? Oh, yeah, totally, for sure. Definitely. 100%. Um. But it wasn't that bad, <laughs> except for that guy. I literally thought, because like, there's like National Guard there. There's like cops outside hanging out. Like, I don't really know why it's so staffed. I guess like, you know, there's a lot of people coming and going, so it yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I thought I like almost got thrown out. It was fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, I got really scared for a second. Um, that was honestly hilarious. But I finally got in. Like, I went to my line. They opened up like a new line, so I like immediately got my shit. And uh, this like nice old lady was giving it to me. Nice. And I didn't really even feel it. I like the first one. I didn't feel at all when they gave it to me. Like not even the needle. No, because I mean I still do like kid shit when I get a vaccine or a shot where I like look away and I try <laughs> to like not know when it's happening. Um, and the second time around, it was like an older woman, so I was like, oh, I hope she doesn't fuck up. Uh, but it was fine, and like. You sit down for 15 minutes so they can, like, look and see if anything fucked up happens. And nothing really was happening. And, but when I got to my car, like, I had, like, a weird, like, brain fog. Almost like a weird, like, morning after, like, smoking weed or something. Yeah. Where you have, like, you're not, like, all right, I'm not, like, firing up to speed yet. Like, yeah. I'm still booting up. It's like when yeah. you, like, load a computer. It's not as fast mm-hmm. as it can be, like, initially. Yeah. And um, so I was like, fuck, I don't know if I can like edit like this. So I just like went home and I was chilling, chilling, just like watching shit on my projector in my like beanbag couch all night. Hell yeah. And when I finally went up to like go to bed, it was like, you know, one in the morning or some shit. And I got up and I like wasn't standing up straight. Like I was like tilted over like the left side of my body it almost felt like it was, like, asleep, but, like, at the same time, I could feel everything, but it just, like, wasn't, like, strong, you know what I mean? And it was weird, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, was I sitting weird in my chair or whatever? And that was the side you got the shot? Yeah, that was after I got the shot, left side. Left side. Um, And I just went to bed, I was like, whatever, I'll be fine in the morning. I woke up, um... Cause I was like planning on going on a shoot that day. So I like woke up at like six, six thirty or some shit. And like the entire arm from like my shoulder all the way down to my wrist was just like, it felt like I was like tensing my arm all night. Oh damn. Like, so like the feeling after like letting go of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then just like kind of like weird aches in my wrist and like, 
I was just fucked up for like two days like that, and I just felt weird as fuck. Did you look up to see if that's like common side effects, I guess? like I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just want to be vaccinated. Yeah. That was my main takeaway. Yeah. But like after the second day of it kind of like hurting, it was getting better. And then like by the weekend, I like kind of felt normal. And then by Sunday, it stopped hurting. Damn, so you were out for, like, what, three days, I guess that would be? Four days? I was definitely out for, like, two and a half days. Two and a half days. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, see, yeah, that's that, crazy. That shit would scare me. Like, there's something, like, and I have this experience, too, with alcohol, where it's, like, when you become, and that's why I don't smoke weed and get super high when I'm drinking a lot, because, like, it makes me aware of what's going on inside my body, mm. where I'm like, oh, dude, I am literally, like, drinking a toxic elixir. <laughs> and, like, this is not good. Like, yeah. if you're drinking, like, liquor when you're when I'm high, I'm like, oh, dude, what am I doing, yeah. you know? And it's like, that's what I would be thinking, like, they inject that shit, and then you're like start feeling weird. And I would I would have been fucking googling like a fucking maniac, dude. I'd been like, oh, yeah. is it normal? To well, and well, the thing is, like, it didn't like the place I got. It wasn't like a localized to where the shot was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why I wasn't like, this is the. Sh-. I mean, it was definitely a side effect, but yeah. also like. I don't know. In the back of my head, I was like, I mean, I guess this means it's working. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess I'm feeling it work right now. Yeah. And honestly, I can't remember of any. I don't know when the last time I got a vaccine was. Like, I feel like you get all your shots when you're a little kid. Yeah. And then you I mean, just I always don't. remember it like being like, oh, fuck, like my arm hurts for a little bit. But mm, yeah. You know, I do think about it. Yeah. I think we would get there was a couple. I feel like I remember getting vaccines up until I was like eight or nine, maybe. Or is that me imagining? You definitely shit? got a fucking meningitis vaccine for college did i yeah you legally have to you have to like take a physical before you go to college and get like certain shots i don't remember if i did i'm sure i did did. i had to yeah you would have had to but i don't remember i never got meningitis lucky (laughs) but also i didn't do anything that would get me meningitis don't you have to like be making out with tons of people and stuff or is that mono i think meningitis is like a very severe form of mono Okay. I probably just walked in. They were like, I think you're good. <laughs> just go to college, dude. Mono is such a weird thing, too, where it's like, where does it, how does it start? Or has, like, the same strain of mono just been going around forever? Um, Because you get it by, like, making out with someone who has it. Yeah. So neither of us have ever gotten it in our life. <laughs> yes. But that's every disease, though, dude. Like, every disease had to come from, like, a patient zero, right? Yeah. Like, there was a first guy for every disease. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, like fucking gonorrhea and shit, and, like, how does that stuff stick around? I think, honestly, a lot of the STDs, I think... Do they just, like, happen randomly? Like... No, I think they come from fucking animals. Really? That's where they think AIDS came from. Like, in all seriousness, that's like a theory, is that it came from, like, when a human had sex with a chimpanzee or something. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's like, the theory, but also, like... That's, like, the pop theory. It could just theory. be, like, you know, blood contamination with a contaminated monkey or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes me... Yeah, I get... Yeah, it could be, like, a cro- like somebody shared a cut with a chimpanzee or something. They made a blood oath. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right. I'm going to keep talking. You're going to keep fucking not <laughs> talking. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I imagine Cause that's... Because like, crabs are like a thing. You know what I mean? Like, they're like little lice. Yeah. So that's like explainable because it's like, okay, yeah, they're fucking just out there and then they end up on shit. Crabs is the dumbest STD to me because it's like just shave. Well, it's not a, I guess it's not a STD because it's not a disease. Sexually transmitted STI, but instead of infection, infestation, maybe. Sexually transmitted infestation. Yeah. That's the only one I'm aware of, dude. I think crabs is like, just made it up. I feel like (laughs) STI. I feel like that was a big 70s one. Like, you would always hear yeah. people joking about having crabs in the 70s because they all had big pubes. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets crabs now. How is a, a 22-year-old girl going to get crabs? None of them, you know, most, I'm, I don't know. It's about half and half. I haven't seen, like, a, a genuinely, like... Yeah, like a 70s, like, shag carpet. Yeah, I have not seen yeah. that ever in real life. No. I don't think. I don't think. I may have. Like, an afro. <laughs> Blocked it out. <laughs> I think I may have. Oh, I think one time I feel I, like my pubes have gotten to that point before. Yeah. Uh one of the uh this girl that I've been talking to most recently, she like likes like pubes. <laughs> um, so I haven't been shaving. Ooh. <laughs> and here's the thing. I don't like that. And bec- and it's completely you like, can, like keep it manageable. I think she really just likes like the bush look. <laughs> like my dick looks like uh, Frank Reynolds Groucho from Always Marks. Sunny. <laughs> my dick is just like jolly, <laughs> and it's just um, because when you let your pubes grow out, it really does have like a balding man look because it's yeah. like the hair off to the side, and then like your dick is like the the, the bald thing in yeah, the middle. Yeah. It's fucking, it's weird because it is like kind of different hair almost. Like, totally. I feel like the main like triangle patch of pubes is like the classic like curly pube, Mm -hmm. but it's like very, it's easily matted down Mm -hmm. from like, you know, whatever you're wearing, Mm -hmm. underwear, jeans, whatever. Yeah. So then that part always looks fucked up. Unless yeah. you're fucking like conditioning it and like picking it or some shit. <laughs> and then like, yeah, the sides are like a bunch of Homer Simpson hairs just like going down to, because they're like half, it's like crossbred between like thigh le- hair and pubes. So it's like coarse hair, but yeah. it's like kind of straight. Yeah. And it like comes down on the side. Well, here's like what, curtains. Here's, <laughs> here's what I think it might be, dude. Your, your pubes on your like front like top half, they're on a stable surface. Like mm-hmm. your groin area pretty much is always just the way it is. Just you know chilling. what I mean? But your ball sack is always changing mm-hmm. all the time. Sometimes it's loose, sometimes it's tight. And the hair that grows on that, like right at that transition part, the hair's like, dude, I don't know which way to go. Oh, like yeah. it's getting straightened in between your thighs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so like mine just looks, I don't know. I I mean I just don't like the look, and I, I've never understood how anyone could like the look, but I guess I guess girls, you know, they might have a different... All I do know about girls is that they might not prefer... It's also just it. not, like, a general thing for all... Like, you know, it comes down to, like, personal. It does, but I, I will say that I have noticed that, like... Like, for men, there's a lot of men that are like, oh, dude, like, hairy down there, I'm not into it. Like, you know, and girls this day and age usually tend to at least be like pretty kempt um 
But I don't think girls care as much about it. Like, they might prefer it shaved, but, like, the standard for a guy is way different than the standard for a girl. Like, yeah. very few guys have a fucking, like, Brazilian wax ball sack. Like, yeah. that looks dumb. Every guy has ass hair. Every guy has ass hair. Yeah. And every guy should at least have, like, a 12 o'clock shadow for pubes. Because that's what looks good. If yeah, I shave... You can't go baby bear. Oh, my God. It looks ridiculous. It looks I, fucking weird. It looks <laughs> like my... I am molesting my own dick when I yeah. jerk off. <laughs> like, I am jerking off a child's dick. when I, It's, like, disgusting. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah. It's like when you, like, finally can start growing facial hair, so you, like, have really shitty facial hair yeah. just to feel older. <laughs> That's what you kind of need around your dick at all times. Yeah, yeah. That's the minimum your dick mm-hmm. can go in, yeah. in pube length. Yeah, and I've made that mistake before, but never again. Oh, yeah. Never Well, again. like, that was, like, what you would do, like, when you first started, like, trimming your, like, pubes and shit, like, mm-hmm. when you're, like, late teens or whatever, when you finally actually could grow yeah. pubes yeah. instead of there's just like threes chilling there. yeah so i can grow pubes so i can finally shave them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank god <laughs> god damn you know what's uh i was there's so much stuff that's happened in the past it's funny because oh, like, the, we went to the i went to your studio session we uh, didn't talk about that yet did we was that before yeah, i guess it was i think it was before or potentially i think so so it was on yeah i think so yeah i believe so yeah you rolled through we had a couple high lives we didn't get done everything that i wanted to get that done that day but that was it a, sounded like you guys did a lot of shit we did a lot of stuff and and so um you can book by the hour or you can do a half day or a whole day with sean mm-hmm. and um i don't remember booking a full day but i guess it was just implied so he was like, oh, yeah, I got you for a full day. And I was like, oh, shit, we need a full day's worth of stuff, like 10 hours worth of shit to do. But we fuck. And so I was sitting down with John and Joe. I was like, OK, drums are going to take this long. Boom, 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 boom. I can maybe do this. We can maybe do that. And like we wound up only doing like two thirds of the shit that we had intended on doing, which is good because mm-hmm. I wasn't quite ready to do half the stuff. I was just doing it to like fill up some time. Yeah, but there's yeah. nothing worse than when you're paying 60 something dollars an hour yeah. and then you get done it and then you listen to it a week later and you're like fuck we should have done this fuck we should and I, I mean that my entire experience of making music has been like that up until recently because mm-hmm. i've never taken the time to like be like no this is exactly how this note's gonna be dead on because otherwise you spend there and be like oh man i hope i did that in a different take and it's just like so like we got done everything that we should have done that day which was awesome which was awesome and so now he's gonna uh you know so we got three new songs recorded that day and then we have to record the vocals for another song that's pretty much all the way there and hopefully we could get out another song uh by like july is a little ambitious but that would be appropriate like once every three months a song you know i wanted it to be a little bit quicker i wanted to have more songs uh up front but it's like what am i gonna fucking wait forever to put out music Mm -hmm. you know but uh We've uh, we've been cleaning up our Instagram follows. I've been unfollowing people like crazy. Not anybody that follows us back. So don't worry. Um, but just going through and unfollowing people that don't. And then uh, we got hit with the, you're unfollowing too fast. And I went into panic mode because when I was doing that with my personal account to build up followers, 
They banned my fucking account. Yeah. And I had to send them a picture of myself and prove that it was for business or else they weren't going to reinstate it. And thank God they did. But I was like, dude, if they took down the sophomore page, that would be horrible. Like, yeah. we can't do this again. But also, you could be like, hey, here's our Spotify shit. Here's our fucking music. We're yeah. a real band. Yeah, we really did want to follow all these people and then decide if we didn't want to follow them. Had Sorry. nothing to do with spamming. Yeah. Had nothing to do with it. No, I was just going to say, like, whenever whenever we do, um like, a podcast every week, I feel like it's hard. Like, I feel like nothing happens from week to week. <laughs> but for whatever reason, if it's two weeks, everything. Like, yeah, I feel like so much, much shit happened in the past two weeks. I can't even... I literally don't know enough at all. There's like the whole thing going on in Israel. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. And like, either. so I can't even really talk, touch on that. I've listened to other people talk about it. If you want to hear good opinions on that, listen to someone else. Maybe it would be cool if we learned about it. But I mean, it's just, it's just I, I was listening to a couple comedians talk about it. And I was like, you know, just because it's a thing that's happening doesn't mean everyone needs to talk about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, in, I know it's definitely fucked up, but also like, I do not know enough to. That's what I'm saying. It's say it's like what like what would be the purpose of me or you talking about it unless one of us has like actually taken the time to understand it? Like I've talked about it with Joe and John, and like, you know, John's fiance is like a very devout Jewish, and Joe is a very devout cuck, so he thinks the other way, and uh, and so it's just like you know. We were kind of talking about that stuff, but like, I don't know. I was listening to a couple of comedians talk about it, and it's like I, I just don't see. There's just so much to fucking, and and I, also everybody's been talking. The only thing that I thought was cool about it was they had that fucking technology that it can like shoot rockets out of the sky. God damn. The Iron Dome. Ooh. And uh, that's cool because literally there's like videos of like sh- missiles getting a shot. Damn. And then uh, them just shooting them out of the sky. It can like detect a missile coming and just shoot it down. Fuck. And then I was thinking, wow, I guess we never have to worry about like a meteor again. Like if a meteor comes down to Earth, the Jews can just shoot that out of the sky. Right? Perfect. All right. Thanks, Israel. <laughs> I mean, so if nothing else, damn, that's a plus one for Israel, I guess. We got to make them build a giant iron dome on like the North Pole and yeah. just make it look like there's a little metal yarmulke on there. <laughs> yeah, it's going to cost us. <laughs> that protects everyone. <laughs> Be like, that's what the yarmulke was for. The iron yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What else? Uh, we could, I mean, the um, the whole thing. What was it? I'm like, I know so much shit happened, but also I'm like, shit. I think we talked about everything. <laughs> <laughs> well what about the uh oh okay the um did you see anything about like the tony hinchcliffe stuff not really i, really? I saw a little bit uh like me and liz were talking about it over the weekend mm-hmm. i watched a lot of the video like i don't know i don't i don't really understand what he was doing to be honest <laughs> it kind of like i don't know if like uh it was a bad day or something or yeah i don't know yeah from my understanding and and uh to be completely forthcoming, I have not watched the entire video preceding it. I saw like a minute clip of like him doing what he was doing, but I think my understanding is. And first of all, do you watch Kill Tony at all? I like kind of a while ago I watched it, but I don't know. I go through like phases in podcasts where like I'll be into it for a little bit, and then I'll be like, all right, this is getting a little repetitive. Mm-hmm. And also like, you know, it's a show where like they bring on comics to do a minute and most of them are really bad yeah so it's like 
I don't want to listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> and then what do they just roast them? And then they yeah, get they just roast them, or and then the newer people try to roast them back, or sometimes you know. Yeah. It's just you know. Mm-hmm. After like you listen to like a couple of them, you're like, all right, I get it. Yeah. Does anything you know? I think I tried to watch one. Like no a shade, month ago. like yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to like start like beef or anything. Yeah, it's hard. Not like that would actually happen. Yeah, but. it's hard for me to get into a podcast, and so like it really has to start off with like clips, and I don't see very many clips of it, and so like I would have to sit down and just like watch an entire episode on YouTube. Mm-hmm. There probably are clips, but I just haven't I haven't come across on my related page, and that's the only way I find anything. So like I haven't seen much of it, but from what I understand, I guess he's like a mostly a roast comic, pretty much. Yeah, kind of. I uh. He, uh, you know, he's kind of one of those, like, Joe Rogan, like, affiliate guys where, like, I think because of, like, kind of being on that podcast a lot, I know he, like, wrote for some of the roasts and yeah. did uh did that shit and then kind of parlayed into, like, a Netflix special or whatever. Yeah. And then kind of has been going off of that and mm-hmm. then, like, Kill Tony and all that other shit, but, like... You know, I know a lot of people like him. It's just, yeah. it's never been like my favorite type of comedy. Yeah, same, same, exactly. But my understanding of the situation. And to be fair, like, I never like thought bad of him <laughs> like yeah. before this. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't have any, th- I mean, even I don't after have any this, ill like, will or anything. Yeah. But yeah, just watching that video, it's, it's almost like a weird, like, uh, not to the same, like, uh, level. But it, it is almost like a weird like Michael Richards at the Laugh Factory, where yes. he started like, but not to that extreme. Yes, like because Michael Richards like you know he wasn't really a stand up comic. Mm-hmm. He kind of just like you know he was famous off of Seinfeld and uh, some other stuff, and then tried to like parlay that into a comedy career, and obviously that shit didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, Clearly, <laughs> but like I feel like Tony Hinchcliffe was in that same like zone <laughs> that Kramer was he was where in he the neighborhood it. yeah he was in the same like he didn't but he like he at least tried to like put it in joke format whereas yes. Kramer was just fucking like on a rampage mm-hmm. Tony Henchcliffe at least was still in the realm of comedy kind of mm-hmm. but just watching it it was like okay this is kind of like zero to a hundred really quick like he kind of he like you know he roasts the dude before him um, kind of without any, like, there wasn't, like, a trigger. Like, for roasts to work, I feel like, and for a, a crowd to be on your side with it, mm-hmm. you kind of need to be, like, the underdog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but it kind of just came out of nowhere, and it just kind of seemed, you know, I hate to say it was fucking, like, bullying or whatever, because, like, you know, comics shitting or like talking shit with other comics is like very commonplace and it's fun and it's a lot of fun to do with other people, but like that's fine backstage or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like knowing it's like a lighthearted jab between like peers, quote unquote. But like the first thing he did was come out in front of the crowd, like a sold out show. (laughs) And it's like, who the fuck was that? (laughs) Like, getting like a bunch of weird cheers off of that and then it's like okay this is kind of weird like yeah. what's going on in this video and he gets like the positive response because it's kind of like a weird texas crowd mm-hmm. so then he kind of like runs with that like a comic would do but it's like 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was just kind of like, it was kind of hard to watch. It was kind yeah, of weird. Yeah, I, I didn't really watch too much of it, um, but I did talk about it with Matt and Sig on their podcast, The Trap, and uh, Matt was talking about, apparently the context of it is that um, the comedian in question, Peng Dang, I think it is, mm-hmm. uh, Asian comic, obviously, and uh, really? he, yeah, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> He was on stage right before and was doing, I guess, a bunch of like just making fun of white people type stuff. So then Tony Hinchcliffe made a bit out of it in which he went up there and was like, oh, you fucking race traders, you fucking cucks just laughing at all the fucking anti-white shit and like started basically like, in my opinion, it seemed like he was kind of doing this like satirical character of like roasting an Asian back like as a Mm. white guy, like fucking race trader, blah, 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 blah. And the reason why I think it was in the the Michael Richards neighbor the Kramer neighborhood, but not quite, is because yeah, I'm not saying it was that extreme. Yeah, is because what what is important that you mentioned as well is the crowd was the crowd kind of the going crowd, along with it. The crowd was going along with it, but also like they they liked the guy, like they yeah. liked the uh, Peng Dang or whatever the fuck his name is. They liked him. Like I saw a lot of the video. Like I saw a lot of his comedy too. Like yeah. Because I was watching it being like, okay, like, does this guy suck? And I'd watched a couple of his jokes. I'm like, oh, no, these are pretty funny. Yeah. And then, and the crowd liked it. And then it went into him. And then for it to go like fucking zero to 100 with him just like going in on the dude. Yeah. And then the crowd still kind of being behind him and egging, like, you know, keeping it going. Yeah. It's weird. It was but weird. It's weird, but it also, in my opinion, kind of like makes a little bit more sense of the situation because clearly, like, it was a Texas crowd, but was it in Austin? Was where was it in Texas? I don't yeah, know, I, don't I don't fucking know. The point I'm trying it's to make Texas. is that, like, <laughs> yeah, the point I'm trying to make is that, like, uh, there was a certain, like, I don't think it was as out of nowhere as it might seem if you just watched the clip, which is what I have done, and I feel like most people have done, is just watch the clip of starting at what Tony Hinchcliffe was doing. That I think uh, so much of comedy shows is uh, like kind of like being in the room, feeling the vibe of the room, having seen the whole show the whole night and seen like the energy and blah, 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 where perhaps you could, you could certainly say, and I would certainly say that it was in poor judgment of what he did, um, but at the same time, it's like I do give him the benefit of the doubt that in his mind, what he was doing, of course, was meant to be funny. Oh, yeah, you know, he sure. wasn't going up there and doing a fucking anti-Asian rant to a big Texas racist Texas crowd or something and getting a bunch of like hate cheers, you know, like what he was doing, I would imagine. And I would have to confirm this by watching the set prior, watching Peng Dang set and seeing like the kind of jokes he was making to see how it leads into what Tony Hinchcliffe is doing. But like, I think yeah, the- I mean, he was definitely doing like coronavirus jokes and shit and like, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it, yeah, you'll just have to watch it. The only issue... See if you, see if you yeah. have the same takeaway as me. The, and if not, I don't give a shit. Yeah. The only thing that I didn't like about it had nothing to do with... I didn't like the way the other guy handled it. The way he, like, just... Instead, he never, like, he never talked to Tony personally, as far as I'm aware... And just like, did, did you reach out to Tony? Did I don't any know. His I've, representatives get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> just from like uh, watching other comedians that are in that loop, have, who had talked to Tony, were saying I've watched like a couple different podcasts talk about it. So again, obviously, what the fuck do I know? But like, based off of 
the limited information I have about the situation and what I've seen. The only thing I did see firsthand is like a week later, Peng Dang just kind of makes this tweet where he's like, so anyway, this happened, blah, blah, blah. And then just like kind of like one of those like, here you go, Twitter, do your thing type of things. Mm. And that I was not a real big fan of because it almost seemed like it was like... You're just like stoking the flame again. Yeah, it almost seemed like, like not even almost, it was definitely clout chasing to me. And it was definitely like him uh, subconsciously or consciously, but I'm going to say consciously, using the fact that that happened as a way to get the spotlight on himself. The way he put it out there and the way he kind of like you know, clipped out a thing, uh, potentially out of context uh, of a bigger comedian talking about him and kind of playing that whole, like, this is my chance to, and again, I could be completely wrong on this, but the vibe I got from that tweet was, it was kind of like this thing where it was like, this is my chance to kind of play the victim and get a bunch of fucking clout and people talking about me about a comedian who like, you know, it wasn't his first time on the show. They've worked together. He's bragged in the past about like, oh, I'm hosting for Tony Hinchcliffe this weekend, blah, blah, blah. Like it's a guy he's worked with, this guy they're cool with. And then to just kind of try to, I guess like to me, it seemed kind of low that he would do something that he obviously knew was going to like potentially break this man's career for a joke that I got to believe in his heart of hearts, he knows that it was not, coming from a place of hatred or coming from a place of any of that. It was coming from a place of, I'm a roast comic. I do shot comedy. I'm going to make this joke and I'm going to see if people laugh. And it worked, you know, about as well as you could ever expect that kind of humor to work in a crowded room. Like you're not going to get uproarious laughter when you make a joke like that because so many people are going to be sitting there like, should we laugh at this? But like the fact that it worked at all to me makes it seem like, okay, like, Maybe it wasn't the best bit ever, but it wasn't like the Kramer thing where Kramer was just fucking bombing and going on a fucking rampage and screaming the N-word. Like, it was like a thing where it was like he did a very uh, off-color type of, uh, you know, satirical type of rant, and it kind of worked. And then for Peng Dang to try to take that and and instead of maybe trying to deal with it on a personal level and talk to him privately instead of taking it public and being like, yo, man, I just want to let you know, like... I know what you were going for there, or maybe I don't, but like, you know, that was a little far and I, you know, that was, that kind of hurt me a little bit and blah, 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 blah. The fact that he immediately kind of jumped on the opportunity to prop himself up as like the, everybody look at me, look what Tony Hinchcliffe did to me. And like, it just very much seemed like one of those, like how certain comedians in our scene and every scene, they're like, there's always this kind of like crabs in the bucket thing where like they want to be the top guy, boom, 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 boom. And it kind of seemed like he saw an opportunity to take somebody out and build himself up. And I just really did not fuck with that. You know, I'm not saying I agree with what Tony Hinchcliffe did or I don't agree. Again, I wasn't there. Most people weren't there. So it's hard for me to say whether it was anything. But the way the other guy it's handled definitely it. definitely something. It's, it, it's hard for me to say. It's hard for me to say if like, it's yeah, hard. You haven't for, watched yeah. it though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've watched the clip. I think I've watched the same clip you did where I just saw him ranting, but I haven't watched the, the lead up to it. But like, yeah, I just, I just don't like when people do that. Like, I just don't like when people see the opportunity to kind of fuck somebody up. I, I just don't, I, I'm sorry. Maybe I, I'm probably wrong. Who fucking knows? But I don't think that that guy thought that Tony Hinchcliffe was doing it in a way that was hateful and that deserved him to be fucking, like, have his career fucking taken from him, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll never know. It I just, just thought it was kind of funny that it all happened, but and, like, 
I don't know. I, I think it's funny, uh, if only for like, uh, the hundreds of like comics in the pandemic who moved to like Texas to like flock <laughs> after like Joe Rogan. Yeah. be like, Oh my God, kill Tony's in Texas. I'm going to move to Texas and that's how I'm going to make it <laughs> <laughs> like a month into shit opening back up. He gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the whole Austin, Texas thing? You think that's going to be the next big spot? Uh, I mean, in a sense, yeah, just because like that's where a lot of like people are like moving and shit. But once, like, the world starts moving again, I mean, I think the big cities are always going to be, like, New York and L.A. Just because of all of the business around it there. Like, show business is in those places. It's not in Austin. I mean, it can technically be anywhere now. And it kind of is all over the place now. Like, you know, people are filming in Georgia and uh, all over the place. But, uh, I don't know, that's where, like, all the... That's where the networks are. That's where, like, if you want to do a show on Comedy Central, Comedy Central's in fucking L.A., you know? Yeah. Or Burbank or wherever the fuck Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, it's like, it is, in this day and age, like, I think so much of the the big city, like, power that they had, and I'm not saying that, obviously, L.A. and New York are ever going to be, you know, irrelevant, but I think that so many of the factors that kept them solidly at the top so far above every other city is the fact that so much of the way that we've consumed entertainment for generations up until now has been through the gatekeepers of the networks and people, you know, that have big production studios and big cable channels. Oh, you want to show on Comedy Central? Like, this is where you got to be. But it's like, if you look at the way people are putting out content now, like Joe Rogan, Tim Dillon, um, to name the ones that I can even think of right now, Tony Hinchcliffe, like, I'm like, <laughs> like there's, you know, there's obviously like I'm last saving him for my favorite, Tony Hinchcliffe, <laughs> Tony Hinchcliffe the Hinch. But like, just the amount of, just the sheer amount of like the top dogs in the comedy world. So many of them are gravitating to Austin. I mean, Joe Rogan, but that's just because Austin is open and they can do shows. Once New York and LA open back up, how many of those people are going to stay there? I could see, I could see New York Austin getting back to like, real quick, but yeah. LA is going to be a while. I feel like potentially. I mean, it depends. I mean, yeah, like LA kind of sucks right now. There's a lot of homeless people. Uh, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Something uh, yeah. wildfires or whatever. <laughs> I. I just, I wonder, like, how many, it's kind of like, okay, it's kind of like when you watch the NBA, and, like, the interesting thing about the NBA is it's only five men, five men on the floor at any given time. So, like, the difference between the NBA versus, like, baseball or football, which it still applies, but not quite as much, is that, dude, if you move two star players to the Lakers, they're going to fucking, like, depending on what two players those are, they're going to just win the championship because there's only five men playing at any given time. If you get make two of them the best players in the league, that's why the NBA is so lopsided all the time because all the stars just kind of gravitate towards one team. Yeah, and they all want to play with each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then, like, with the NFL, it's different because there's 22 different players on the field between offense and defense, and you have special teams. Baseball, you have, you know, 10 people. So, like, baseball is a little bit more like that where, like, you can definitely get a couple power players on there i.e. not the Orioles, and then just lose for 20 years straight. You know what I mean? But, like, I'm wondering how many big name, like, the most relevant people in comedy, how many of those it would take to leave 
a city like LA and move to Austin to where you could actually reasonably say that the scales, at least in the stand-up realm, are starting to tip towards Austin. I mean, when you have guys with that level of notoriety, I mean, Joe Rogan's probably the most, uh, like, I don't want to say powerful because his podcast is a powerful Joe Rogan or whatever, but like <laughs> in the comedy world, like he's one of the most influential, not even just in the comedy world. I mean, his podcast isn't even comedy half the time. It's like, mm. he's probably the most, he's like the Johnny Carson of our time. Like he's the most relevant talk show, podcast, whatever that everybody's talking about. When somebody's on Rogan, that's a big fucking deal. And that guy's moving to Austin. It's no coincidence that all these other kind of comedians in his like, shadow or whatever not i want to say a shadow because it seems like i'm disrespecting other comedians but like that they're all kind of gravitating there and like it's just a pattern i've been noticing that like so many of the comedians that i've been listening to all have been saying they're moving to austin or have been at least entertaining it Mm -hmm. and i know a lot of that has to do with the shutdown but like you know joe rogan's already moving his whole fucking production there so many comedians have already moved their whole fucking thing there. And like, I don't think that just LA is just going to be like, oh, uh, you can, we, we're back to normal. And then they're immediately just going to flock back. You know, I think LA kind of got to a point as, as anything does. I think it got a little oversaturated. Like the one takeaway that I got when I went to those comedy shows out there was like, yeah, there's good comedians, but like most of them are just like when we went to that open mic or like when we went to that showcase, like I didn't see anything better out there than I saw in Baltimore. Like, I'm not, I wasn't, like, blown away. It's just, that's the thing about those cities where people kind of get this weird mentality where it's like, oh, the people are just better in New York or they're just better in L.A. Or, like, with music, they'll say, yeah, they'll just say, with music, like, oh, Nashville, like, oh, you really got to fucking get your chops up to play in Nashville. It's like, I guarantee you if I walked into a bar in Nashville that there are still guys who aren't that good. Of course there are. The difference is there's just more good guys. It doesn't mean that the good guy there is better than the good guy in Baltimore. It just means there's more good guys in Nashville. Yeah. There's more... But also, like, there's more fish in the pond, too. Or, like, yeah. the pond's bigger, I mm-hmm. should say. Yes. the pond. Yeah, exactly. The pond's bigger, so it's kind of, like, proportional, mm-hmm. you know? So I wonder, like, you know, L.A., it, yeah, powerful comedy scene, but, like... Powerful. 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 <laughs> but, like... It was powerful so when it's trademarked, you know. You could, you you could can't go be to saying that. <laughs> you could go to fucking. You're gonna get taken down by whatever the fuck yeah, that dude. copyright thing is. <laughs> Twisted pixel or whatever Twisted the fuck. Yeah. pixel. That fucking thing, dude. <laughs> fuck that thing. But like, think about that, dude. Fucking, you go to L.A. and what was I thinking? What were you maybe probably thinking as well when we went out to L.A. when we went to that comedy show? Oh my I god. Wasn't there. <laughs> You were out in LA with me once, weren't you? No. No, that was in New York. That was Sorry. Monday. That was New York. Oh yeah, New York. Went yeah, to the yeah, comedy yeah. show in New York. But even there, kind of same thing. Like when you go to a comedy show in New York, you're thinking that one like, was good. Yeah, it was but good. We, but we went to like a showcase. We yeah. didn't go to like an open mic. Yeah, that was a showcase. And also I was like, this is a good showcase to go to. Mm-hmm. So let's go to it. And you're thinking like, oh my God, like what if this guy drops in? Like what if Mark Norman drops in? Mm-hmm. Like because you're in that city and you know they're there, you're like, there's a chance that like you could go to a show in New York and see like a big fucking name guy. And at the very least, if you go to a showcase, you're going to see a bunch of good guys, you know, mm-hmm. versus a Baltimore showcase where you might see like four good guys and then like three or four did or five. We, we did that before we even had a podcast. Did we? Are you I sure? So. No, no, because we, I remember, I remember we, because like, I was, no, eh, it was after, maybe. The po- dude, we started this podcast in like spring of 2016. Actually, you're right. It's been like five years almost. You're very right. Um, because but, I remember, but when I was we were, gonna, I think it was before we had anyone who we could have seen that night on the show. 
I'm tempted to say we might have had already had Mark Norman. And I remember that was one of the things thinking like, she's going to be here. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't know who Mark Norman was until we had him on. Mm-hmm. You know, like once we had him, because he wasn't even really popping to that level. I mean, he was he was doing some shit, but like mm-hmm. he really popped off in the past two years. Like when he was on Rogan and had his Netflix special on that shit or not Netflix, Comedy but like Central. Comedy Central thing. Like back at that point, I think Mark Norman was just like an up and comer. Like, definitely above, like, a regular guy, but not yeah. quite a household name. Um, but, yeah, we had definitely been doing the podcast. But, like, when I went out to that showcase in L.A. with uh, Scott and somebody else, Mahedi, and, uh, yeah, that was my thought. Just, like, okay, like, so much of the appeal of coming to the comedy store is that you might see Joe Rogan drop in. I know Joe Rogan occasionally does the belly room or something or whatever the fuck it is. And like Joey Diaz, I remember I saw Joey Diaz in the fucking hallway and was like, holy shit. But like, other than that, like the comedians we saw, okay. Like, I'm not saying they were bad, but they certainly weren't like, oh, dude, LA comedy is just a whole other fucking level, dude. Oh my God. Like, they're so fucking funny out there where you can't even say anything. You saw like an open mic, right? Or what did you see? I think we saw a showcase, but it was like, it was like a shitty showcase. It was like a fucking like no name comedian. Was anyone like, good on it or like there was a couple yeah there knew? were there were some guys that had me laughing for sure like there was definitely some good guys nobody i knew okay definitely some good comedians though i'm not saying it was bad i'm just saying it wasn't something that i thought like oh no other city could ever compete with this <laughs> you know like and that's what i'm saying that's i guess what i'm getting at is like i just wonder because i've always i've always thought the same thing about baltimore is like you know like i think the days are gone the the time has passed where you have to leave you're a smaller city to go to a bigger city in order to achieve something. I think those days are gone. And I think at this point, it really comes down to like, where are the people gravitating? And that's where it's going to be popping off. Like if you have a big mansion, but all the people go to this fucking, you know, smaller house over there to party, then that's where the fucking party's at. doesn't matter how big your fucking mansion is, dude. Everybody's partying over there, you know? True. So I, I kind of, I have a weird relationship with Los Angeles. I'd really, don't like the vibe out there so i kind of want to see it i don't really like the vibe either to be honest it's not not me not for me it's just fake it's just very fake fake dude it's very very fake and i imagine austin is probably fucking annoying too i don't like any of those like bohemian cities where everybody's like oh austin's so weird like portland yeah i don't imagine i'll ever visit portland unless it's for like uh Portland, Maine is cool. Yeah, Portland, Maine. Check is that cool. out. Yeah, Portland, Maine, I imagine is cool. No shade to Portland, Oregon, but it's like, I just don't see anything going on over there that makes me think like, oh, this is a city where I need to fucking go. <laughs> I mean, this is my city, Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it depends on also like, because a lot of people move to Texas for like tax reasons and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's that, dude. Who knows? Once we start making enough money, we're paying less in taxes matters. That's what I'd love. I'd love to be making enough money where I can reasonably look and be like, oh, shit, I can pay 11% instead of 12% in Texas and be like, that's a lot of money for me. It's not. <laughs> that's like 10 bucks for me. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, oh, great. I can get a gas or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> gas is at 326. That's fun. I haven't gotten gas in a little bit. I stocked up right before the shortage. I didn't even know. 
I wonder, I think it's funny how like... And there's not really even a shortage. It's just the regular summer inflation with yeah. the fucking COVID hype behind it now. Yeah, that too. I think it's funny how like, it is so strange to me how quickly certain actions become affiliated with a certain like political align- align- alignments. Like, because the toilet paper shortage when everybody was scrambling to buy toilet paper, like that wasn't really politicized really. It was just kind of like everybody was scared. And then with the gas shortage, I feel like the implication is like, oh, look at these, like a bunch of like stupid conservatives. Like you're not going to see like liberal people stocking up on gas like that. The only way you're going to see some like fat redneck, something like that. But also it's like, I don't know. You're not going to see that in a city really. I mean, you saw it in Baltimore. I saw people like post pictures from the city getting shit in like Tupperware containers and shit. Like, it was just everyone. It's just like, I don't know. I don't think that was really necessarily politicized. I thought that was more of just like, kind of like, all right, these guys are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Why are you doing this? Although this Israel shit and Palestine, the fucking, if that breaks out into a bigger thing, like I could see that affecting gas a lot. You well, know, not necessarily. So like for the first time in a while, like we're exporting fossil fuels out of the country like we have a surplus mm-hmm. the only reason we're having this stoppage right now is because literally like the pipeline got hacked or oh whatever. yeah like, got hacked yeah how do you hack a pipeline i don't fucking know i bet it didn't even happen i bet it's fucking a conspiracy from the gas people to be like hey let's raise the prices again like we always do mm-hmm. around the summertime when people take road trips yep yeah. yep that's it that's that baby yeah I try not to get, like, I was just thinking, I was driving around, my car was on empty, and I was like, I should get gas now. Because just in case, like, I don't fucking know. Like, like after this past year. Do it before it gets empty. Yeah. Definitely. I'm just worried about, like, like after this past year, dude, I'm not putting anything off the table. Oh, yeah. Like. You gotta be ready for everything. Though. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, it's, at this point, it's like, if somebody says something could happen, I'm all ears. Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. Like, okay, I believe it. Uh, oh, okay. Someone fucking a pangolin or whatever shat on a bat and someone ate it, and now everyone's fucked up and has to get microchips in them. Not happening. <laughs> That's not not happening. happening. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I want to do it. I want to care about it, but then I'm like, oh no, am I like one of those like stupid crazy people? Am I gonna? Is somebody gonna take a picture of me like filling up a gas tank and just be like, look at this fucking idiot? No, because you're just getting gas. You're not like filling up like. If you had like six gas cans filling them up, like yeah, obviously someone's gonna take a picture. Somebody's gonna take a picture of me just filling up my car. Outside of a gas shortage, every picture that has been like been circulated would have circulated anyway because it looks fucking ridiculous. When you pull up to a gas station and someone has bags of gas in their trunk, outside of a shortage, you'd think that's fucking weird, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I wonder if when I took that kid that ran out of gas to the gas station and he was like filling up a gas tank and it was overflowing everywhere, that if somebody took a picture of him and was like, look at this. liquid gold. (laughs) You didn't even know. Yeah, dude. I was like, dude, you're spending a ton of money. Like, You just dropped eight Bitcoin on the ground. (laughs) Yeah, dude. So I'm going to fill up my tank. Who fucking knows what's going to happen with that, dude? I'm a... Who knows? Who knows? But also, I don't think it's even an issue anymore. Gas is just more expensive. Did we unhack the pipeline? (laughs) I think they just, I think the person just didn't want to go in. I think they're just like, ah, I'll save that for tomorrow. We have and one then it guy. Just fucked up the gas. 
for everyone. I think we need to reconsider our pipe technology if you can hack a pipe. I don't think anybody could hack my water in my house, could they? Uh, who knows, you know? I don't know. They could hack the line that, you know, precurses your pipe. True. Potentially, True. if there's like a station that controls the, the channels of water. Yeah, I imagine everything's electronic at this point. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, real quick. Uh, John sent me, uh, he said, rehearsal 7 hyphen 730. And, uh, Stealing my mojo. Mm-hmm, but not quite, because <laughs> check this out. We all rolled up at exactly 720. Ooh. Which is interesting, because as I was pulling out of the driveway to leave to go get beers, I said, you know what's funny is Eric and I do the slash not the hyphen Mm -hmm. we don't say seven through 730 we say seven slash seven or 730 yeah and we usually do 730 yeah and then we just show up late for the later one (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) always works out (laughs) (laughs) like and i was saying to them i was like the dash is totally different like for whatever reason that little punctuation was like i'm gonna show up in between seven and 730 I'm going to show we, up two-thirds of the way through. Yeah, and we all understood that intrinsically. Mm-hmm. But when we say 7 slash 7.30, we understand, we okay, take <laughs> the later time late, and add 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when we're showing up. <laughs> the later time is when you leave your house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. The first number is irrelevant. The yeah, first no. number is really just, <laughs> just to say, like... <laughs> let's get this rolling. <laughs> <laughs> So I just thought that was interesting. I was like, okay, I'm a hyphen with the band. I'm a slash with the podcast. I like that. I like that. But anyway, yeah, uh, I think that's about it for this past uh, episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah, guys, tune in again every night leading up to Memorial Day weekend, uh, the finals for for first and second place, third and fourth place, and fifth and sixth place will be on uh, Thursday May 27th, but we're doing matchups all this coming, all all before that, however you state that, all this coming week, uh, including tonight, if you're listening, no matter what fucking night it is, because we got matchups every night in our yes, story. Sir. We're down to the final four for the OC Mem Day Madness. We got Secrets, Fagers, Coconuts, and Fishtails. You wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, who we else got, could it be? Who else could it be? We got Hammerheads and uh, MR Ducks, Lazy Lizard. Uh, Sunset Cove, or not Sunset Cove, Sunset Grill, fucking Mothers, Riptide, all still in the race, fighting for the race for third place. So go and vote on that. It's really blowing up. We are the kings of OC. Mm-hmm. So uh, follow See us across the board. Summer. For sure, dude. I can't wait to pop Turn in. on the like, country. We'll check you later. Hell yeah. At Eric Glazer on everything. At Jimmy Seleski on everything. At sophomore MD for the band. Yeah, definitely follow our account before it gets taken down by Instagram <laughs> for being too fucking popping. Uh, we won't unfollow you if you follow us. We won't. We or won't. Them. That's <laughs> the band. They're not part of that. We will unfollow you on the podcast. We only follow I'm part of at LFTS podcast, though, on everything, mm-hmm. along with Jimmy. Um, You got any shows coming up? Actually, yeah. So this Saturday, I'm doing the, the like Zissimo's Telethon show. It's like a bunch of comics. It goes from like fucking like 8 p.m. or like 6 p.m. to like midnight or 1 a.m. I forget. Phone in? 
Uh, it's like a Zoom, and then I think they're taking donations for Zissimos because they're undergoing renovations. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I might actually chip in for that, too. I never chipped in for Sidebar. Hey, uh, okay. Not because I don't respect them, but just because I didn't have that much money at the time. And uh, they asked, like, one too many times. I was like, <laughs> ah, a certain point. But Zissimos, they are really doing some big things uh, for the comedy community. They turned that whole upstairs into a comedy place. And they're redoing it all over again. They just redid it. Wow. It's crazy. They're on the come up. Well, hell yeah. So they're that's trying. what night is that? That is on Saturday the 22nd. Dope. Um, let's see. This weekend, uh, if you're listening, when this just came out, uh, Sunday, May 23rd, I will be at Barley's Backyard Uptown. You might remember them as the Baltimore Bar Classic 2021 champions. They've yes, been sir. seeing a lot of me these past two weeks. Yes, sir. And they're about to see me again. And so can you from 4 to 7 on Sunday at Barley's Backyard Uptown in Towson, right up on the rooftop. Should be a beautiful day. Haven't checked the weather, but I'm just feeling it. Um, I'll be there solo. And then next weekend is Memorial Day weekend. Uh, so I got a lot of stuff going on. I will be at what I thought was going to be Banditos. It's not going to be Banditos, unfortunately, which would have just been the perfect, perfect uh, coming full circle. But I'll be at 101 Baltimore, which is also in Fed Hill, I think like right next door, or like in the same block or something like that. I'll be at 101 Baltimore with John Love, popular drummer in the area. He got this duo for me and him. Um, first time playing together, so I'm looking forward to that. He's a very good drummer, very funny guy. We'll be there 7 to 10 on uh, at uh, 101 Baltimore, Thursday, May 27th. Friday, May 28th, I will be at Valley Inn. If you are a hot mom in the Baltimore area, you don't want to miss this. Uh, or if you're a rich, middle-aged man, definitely also make your way out to Valley Inn. Uh, Friday, May 28th, 5.30 to 9.30. Also, a bunch of like people our age go there, too, like the cool ones. It's a cool crowd. It's a nice mixed crowd. Every time I play there, it's a fucking blast. They always ask me to stay extra, and it's fucking fun. So that's uh, Friday, May 28th, 5.30, 9.30 at Valley Inn. Hell yeah. Saturday, May 29th. God damn, they just keep coming in. They just keep coming Hell in, baby. yeah. It's back a new in business, month. baby. Back in business, baby. I just swindled. It was supposed to be a duo with me and John, but I emailed them today. I said, yo. It's Memorial Day freaking. Let's fucking turn it up a notch. We got the whole band coming at you at High Tops on Saturday, May 29th Ooh, from 9 to 1. I texted 9 to 1 to John. He said, oh, I thought we were doing a brunch gig. It's not a brunch gig. We're not playing a gig at 9 in the morning, John. <laughs> we are playing 9 p.m. to last call at High Tops in Timonium. Notable Final Four mm -hmm. member of the Baltimore Bar Classic. So make your way out to that if you want to see the band that you may or may not already follow on Instagram. And other than that, that uh, concludes the month of May Hell yeah. for me. So, uh, yeah, LFTS podcast across the board. Check us out. If you don't know about it, now you do. You better ask somebody. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.